Hello and welcome to the Make Better Photos and Videos podcast. I'm your host, Ross Chevalier. Hello, listeners. I decided a long time ago that there would not be episodes if we had nothing to say. There's enough of that to go around already. As Gordon and I were working this week to try to come up with a topic, he made an excellent suggestion that's going to take some thought and some work on our part. But his suggestion also sent me into the space where this episode comes from. Consequently, this episode is my perspective. You can agree, disagree, disregard, as you choose. I would have it no other way. I had my first session with a new student this past week. She's a young person, let's say 15 or so, with an interest in becoming a photographer, not a picture taker. I've completely changed my training methodology, putting settings and kit and all that stuff much later in the class. And so in the first class, I want to understand if the person can see at all in a creative sense, and if they do, how and what they see. Despite having a credit in media arts from the highly questionable indoctrination system that was once known as education, this person has wonderful sight that follows no accepted standards or defined norms. Her seeing is completely uncolored, and she sees right through convention, and it doesn't register at all. Instead, what she sees is what she sees. Going ahead, my biggest fear is that training in the classical sense might change or obliterate this incredible capacity. This experience reiterates some thoughts that have been in front of my mind for a couple of years now. Once, I cared a lot about gear. I also cared a lot about processing software. Frankly, I don't anymore. I also recently did a class on the new features in the two versions of Adobe Lightroom. The attendees said that the class was valuable and were impressed by the new features. There were also the usual questions about how old their current camera is and what would be better. And to be completely straight up with you, as I always try to be, my answer is none of that matters. Learning to see photographically may be natural, or it can be a lot of work. Very often I find that the application of default standards and moronic rules are more a hindrance than a help. It's true that the vast majority of pictures made are photographic disasters. And a great many so-called made photographs are emotionless, meaningless dreck. They follow all the rules. They're well exposed. They've been post-processed to look beautiful. But they have no lasting power whatsoever. Does my current camera make a better photo than the first camera that I ever used? Certainly the technology is much more advanced. The lenses are also more advanced and possibly even more accurate. Autofocus is a wonderful convenience. Having a built-in light meter is very handy. The ability to quickly store a large number of images is far more convenient and certainly less costly than working with single sheets of film. But the question remains, does the camera make a difference in the value of the final image? Not one damn bit. 
I find digital processing handy. It's certainly less cumbersome, less smelly, and less toxic than the chemical darkroom. It's much faster, and it allows me to try more options in the darkroom digitally than when I worked with chemistry. Does it make the end image better? If my initial seeing was lousy, all the post-processing in the world does not turn shit into diamonds. Unfortunately, we who choose to make photographs have forgotten that the photograph is made in the brain, not in the camera or in Photoshop. Is that true for all at all times? I don't think so. But sadly, it's definitely true far more often than it is useful. Does a viewer of a photograph who is not a photographer care about which brand of camera, which lens, what settings, what memory card, what post-processing software, and what approach was taken? Nope. Never has, never will. Because to that viewer, those things are irrelevant. If you're worried that your Canon 60D or Nikon D7000 are no longer adequate, give your head a shake. You make the photograph, not the camera. The camera is merely a tool. If you ponder whether you should use Photoshop or Lightroom or Capture One or On One or Luminar or ACDC or any of the myriad world-leading processing packages, stop. They're all just tools. Find a tool that you can work at and become expert with. Does it matter whether your computer can run Photoshop 2024? Only if you think the tool is more important than your brain, in which case you're probably creating reams of crap anyway that no version of Photoshop or anything else can fix. If you think that generative fill will make your photograph better, you're completely and utterly wrong. As soon as you invoke that tool, you divorce yourself by intent from the creative process. At that instant, you cease to be the artist. It's time to stop being led around by the nose by camera equipment manufacturers, sellers, software makers, and any so-called teacher that tells you that the trick to be a better photographer is if you just buy their courses or their workshops or their presets. They're just more or different tools, and they're only as useful as you can make them. Also, we know that the more of these tools that you have, the less creative you are because you're going to spend way too much time screwing around with these tools than you are in working on being better at seeing. A great cabinet maker can still do amazing cabinetry if their toolbox is very small. Having more tools might be an asset, but more likely, you'll suck at more things than you will be expert at one or two. Look, I get it. This perspective goes completely against the grain of the collapsing photographic industry. As a consequence, any person or company who depends on everyone buying the newest and latest despite a lack of competence with what they already own, will consider these truths to be anathema. I don't care. I photograph for me, not for anyone else. Even when commissioned to make photographs, they have to be for me first. Otherwise, they're going to be crap.
If you care about your photography, go make images that create emotion in yourself. And if, when you look at the viewfinder or ground glass or LCD, and don't see something that creates an emotional response, be so honest as to not squeeze the shutter and to move on. Making images that suck and blow simultaneously does you no benefit. Man, those images will never matter to anyone else qualified to have an opinion either. Thanks as always for listening. Please post a comment or send in a question. If you shop at BNH Photo Video, please use the link on this site's main page as it pays me a small commission and incurs no cost to you. For the Make Better Photos and Videos podcast, I'm Ross Chevalier, and I bid you peace.